<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is a HeadGum Original. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Wiperblade ads. You know how I feel. Loose rice in a bag You know how I feel Riley and Jeffrey King You know how I feel It's review dawn It's review day It's review life For me and I'm feeling fine. <laughs> oh, it's I love the addition of the bun. Bah, yeah, bah. on top of the horns. <laughs> you already have the backing. It's incredible. Bah. It's review dawn. It's review That's day. That's nothing. Who is that from? That gorgeous piece of music. Kyle Sheehan. So shout out, uh, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. It's a, um, It's review dawn. It's review day. It's review said, life. As I was making it, I kept thinking, I'm pretty sure they've had a parody of this song on the show already, but I couldn't remember, so I did it anyways. We love that song. So. We love that song. And I think the parody was me just going, and I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's very, very zin You know dawn. who we are. Who we are. <laughs> oh, that was delightful. River running contained. You know how we are. Um, Jeff, you're 25. I have already rented five cars and I'm in the red. Why a, you have no need? You have a car. I, I got trigger happy, obviously, because I was like, "Oh, this is the last age other than fifty nine and a half where you can do something that you couldn't do before." Why fifty nine and a half? Retirement account. Got it. You can access your IRA. And do you feel different other than the cars and you being in massive debt? Like, do you feel changed? Uh, Shortchanged or otherwise. I feel shortchanged because I spent $280 a day on a Mercedes when I could have gotten it I for asked besides the car, besides the car. Besides the car, I feel the exact same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's mostly that I have four parking tickets okay. because four of them couldn't fit in the driveway, right? Street cleaning. I forgot. I, I didn't have the energy to move four of the cars late at how night. Did you, how did you go back and forth from, like, the dealership to your place? <laughs> like, did you drive? Like, how did the logistics of that work? 
It was Turo, so they delivered all of them. Okay. And with each passing vehicle, I started to smile that much more. So if, I don't know if you need like a Mazda for nope. the day, but feel free. For the day? I have to return two of them tomorrow, and one of them is the Maz. I have my car, and I'm happy with it. I love my car. I don't need See, to. See, that's rent where one. you and I differ because the truck wasn't enough. You love your car. I love it, but I'd also love to have a fleet. Obviously. <laughs> you want a fleet. I, and if all my friends could come over and then we sort of drive like Harley drivers do, where they kind of take over the freeway, where there's like six bikers in a row, I'd love to have six of us in a row, along with our ducks, not giving any fucks. So it's like a, a Mazda, a Mercedes, your truck, maybe a Nissan, and what? There's other? a Leaf. Okay. There's absolutely a Nissan Leaf. Uh huh. There's a Chevy Altima. Okay. And there's a Honda Accord. Great. I think. <clears throat> So that's the other thing. None of them are even interesting. No, it's like if you're going to go out and like spell out and rent a car, you're going to go rent a Honda Accord. <laughs> and a Leaf. I don't Are you care. even listening? I don't give a fuck. All right. Then you don't. That's fine. I'll just return them tomorrow. They're coming to pick them up. That's what changed. You asked what changed 25. I have a fleet for the next 24 hours. And if you're not going to take advantage of it, fleet. then I feel taken advantage of. Because I did this. For you. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Don't it's put sort of that a, a menage a son. You didn't put you didn't do it for me. I did it for the the cloud on Instagram. Because I thought maybe you showed up to the canyon. You take a photo and see say like, oh my god, like I'm being real with my pal Jeffrey. And he's keeping it real. Keeping it real with a fleet. <laughs> And if that's, this is not how I thought this was going to go, now I'm starting to feel like the whole thing was for naught. Now you're starting to feel that way? <laughs> I mean, I had a twinkling of it this morning when I woke up, looked out the window, had the tickets, didn't have the smile. Right. But I thought, oh, you know what? Once, as soon as I tell <laughs> oh, Riley, she'll be over here oh, in a jiffy. Oh, Lube. once I tell, oh, <laughs> oh, once I tell Riley, she's going to come over and drive to leave. <laughs> oh, I know. Or at my the very pal least, Riley. turn over a new if one. I know my pal Riley. She's gonna hop in that accord. She's like her life gonna depends have on a it. field day <laughs> with the with Benz. the Fiat. With the Fiat. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I'm another year bolder. I'm another year golder. I'm starting to use vitamin C serum on my skin again. <gasps> Maybe that's the difference. Is I'm taking care of my body. That's great. I'm starting Went to take on a walk. Vitamin C tablets. That's also because it's cold season. Almost there. Amazing steps on the day. Wish I could do that. I'm still in a boot. That's crazy. It is crazy. I have Just a follow up appointment tomorrow it. because it still hurts to wear normal shoes. Um, should have been fixed weeks ago. So gonna go of see. Of course. What's going on? <laughs> gonna go see what's going on, right? Well, doing the British accent doesn't make like no, it doesn't better. help because it's like my my toe still feels fractured so i guess that's Ultimately, what's new with me is, is that i'm boot. still in a boot right yeah <laughs> i'm still in a boot um yeah but it's, i had a hmm? i door dashed a sandwich from jersey mike's for lunch you okay and it, no <laughs> and it took the postmate gary an hour and 20 minutes to drive from hollywood to my house in laurel canyon and uh that is a 10 minute drive so, I'm sorry. I was obviously <laughs> on the phone with uh, 
support and I got the ten dollars of credits. Yeah. And then eventually got the sandwich. Yeah. But this fucker pulls up. I've never seen dude was the dumbest guy I've ever seen in my whole life. I texted him saying, Hey, are you gonna be on your way? And he was like, I'm standing in front of your front door. Open the front door, not there. I check the map, still at Jersey Mike's. I say, I think you're maybe at the door of Jersey Mike's. And he's like, got it. And then he starts driving. And it still took him another 40 minutes. So this is lost a, Jeff, a little faith in my community. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, do you think that the pickup location is also my address? <laughs> Have you ever done this before? I had to send him my address You're manually. Jersey Mike. I'm here. Also, G-A-R-I. So maybe just not the brightest tool in the shed. Um... That makes me think, I'm trying to find a segue here, you know, yeah. you losing faith in humanity is almost like a death, right? <clears throat> it feels a little like, death, yeah. It feels like a little death. And um, that really makes me think of our topic today, funeral homes. Funeral homes. <laughs> this was one of the most fruitful searches for reviews I've ever had. I was on, I, I it was... I was on a joyride last night looking at reviews. I really was. <laughs> um, Jeff sent, as always, a list of things to review. And as soon as I saw Funeral Homes, I'm like, no question. That's exactly what we're doing. I can't believe we haven't done yeah. this one before. I think we've pitched it before, but we've, we've, it's been amongst other ones that we've liked better. Um, what are your experiences with Funeral Homes? I've been to a few funerals, but I've only ever been to a one funeral home. Like in the process, my my stepdad's father, when he died, um, we went to the funeral home. <clears throat> and all my family who's died has been English or Irish, so there's been open casket wakes. So mm -hmm. what was wild is there was an open casket at the funeral home. So that's the only time I've ever been. And I was like 10 maybe and that was my first time ever seeing a dead body and it was really wild it was really wild but i remember the funeral home i feel like my vibe of funeral homes in the one i've been to is like it's really ornate it's really really at least like i don't know or maybe i feel like also in film movies and tv like they're always like really stuffy and really fancy which is counter i don't know it's just really interesting i don't know how i feel it's like you want to pay respects, but also, why are you dropping like thousands and thousands of dollars? Yeah. On, it's like honestly a dead guy. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't matter if they're going to be comfortable. They're not going to be comfortable. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. No shade. Unless That's you just... believe what I believe about the afterlife, which is that you just are in your dead body for the rest of your okay of eternity. That's horrifying to think about. So like people are like beneath the ground at Forest Lawn, right? And they're like trying to yawn, but they can't get. I've a been to a funeral at Forest Lawn. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeff, um, what about you? Experiences with with funeral homes. I. The only funeral I've ever been to is my grandfather's, and it was in a church, and he was fine. He was there. fine? He was fine <laughs> that it wasn't at a funeral home. And, and then my other experience is us shooting Good Morning. But I that, guess wasn't that wasn't a funeral, a funeral, funeral home. home. That was a church. Mm -hmm. My vision of funeral homes is that they're all very bleak and boring with drop ceilings. So I'm like, I don't ever want to be in one of those. For a funeral or for mine. Yeah. They seem bleak, but also like weirdly fancy. Yeah, it's this. It's like trying to put makeup on um 
a pig or whatever that saying is because the it's lipstick like, on a pig. Jeff's doing the whole face. <laughs> Contour. <laughs> no, because it's like the fucker's dead, right? Like yeah. it's not good that there's like crown molding. I'm sorry to say, I- I've said this for... at funerals. You shouldn't. Maybe it's <laughs> for like the family, though. Like, but they even don't then, care. well, I mean, clearly, else it wouldn't be a full business. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I want. I want to be cremated, and I want my ashes to be spread hither than thither willy-nilly spread like wide. i wide. yeah spread wide for all to see <laughs> jeff and, died and like he lived spread, spread wide, wide around the world <laughs> um no i want to give a little zip like a dime bag to all my loved ones of my ashes and it's <laughs> their responsibility <laughs> to spread those ashes ashes so <laughs> <laughs> oh my god a dime bag of Does ashes that- Makes sense. Sir, I did a bump of Jeff accidentally and now I'm feeling all kinds of weird. Honestly, I'm high off him. <laughs> this is the happiest he has ever made me. <laughs> and the second happiest was the day he died. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we get into it? Yeah, can I start us off? I would love it. This is a one-star review of Queen of Heaven Cemetery and Funeral Center. In uh, Lafayette, California. Gorgeous. From Melanie B. Melanie Bracewell. One star. I respect the dead and their families. I want to start off with that. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. One star of the funeral home. Okay. I respect the dead and their families. I want to start off with that. But does the Catholic diocese know they have a turtle total dirtbag named Joe Witherspoon running the joint? Yeah, the guy is as fake as a snake shedding his skin. He pretends to care about families and their deceased loved ones, but he doesn't. All he cares about is maintaining the grounds by throwing your loved one's shit away in the trash and then lying about it. Many of my family members are there, and I put a beautiful, beautiful picture of my father and came back to find it had been thrown in the trash. Knowingly! Knowing this, this douchebag lies to my face when I confront him one day and catch him off guard walking the grounds. He's like, oh, did you read your contract? We can't call everyone when we do a cleanup. I said it wasn't against policy rules. With his hands in his pockets, starts to walk away. So I followed him and confronted him again. He said, what do you want? I said, I want to know why you lied to me and threw my father's picture away. Is this how you treat the dead? I'm not sure if this guy pisses on people's graves at night also. He shrugs his shoulders and says, I don't have the time for this. Joe Witherspoon is a fake, a liar, unkind, no empathy, dresses in cheap ass suits, and doesn't care about your loved ones or grieving process. I'm asking the Catholic diocese to check on this pretentious lying snake and reconsider his position. And Joe, don't you dare respond with your fake words because you know you're a lying scumbag. Catholic diocese, do your job. Yeah, dirtbag Joe, you probably will try and get this one deleted off Yelp. But guess what? I won't stop, scum. I don't have time for this. I feel like they're both bad. Oh my god. Hey, uh, Joe, thank you so much for coming into my office today. You know, 
We have loved having you here. Um, Thanks. At at uh, this funeral home, and you've been such a great addition. I received a complaint. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. No, you're not hearing me. I received, I said a complaint, I misspoke. I've received many complaints about your behavior here. And um, I just kind of, I want to go directly to the horse's mouth. Because, you know, you were the founder's son. And so that's why you have been here for as long as you have. And I respect that. Yeah. Name each complaint one by one. And I'll dispel why it was bad or not don't speak to me like that and you're not gonna decide if it's bad i'm gonna decide if it's bad because i am your boss i will list them to just because we have a lot of bodies to bury Mm -hmm. um throwing away photos of people's loved ones the deceased well they leave it and then it's like there for a week so that's the point that's the point is to honor them you know what i mean you're like what i'm just like let me toss it oh you read that book by that ex nfl player Yes. You can't just listen. I read it too, and you can't pick up and toss <laughs> photos of people's deceased relatives. That's not well, what that means. Well, it's creating junk. It's honestly making the grounds, which is my ultimate concern, because everyone else, everyone's dead ones are dead. Like deceased, the grounds please, are alive. Please. With the sound of my dad's legacy, I care about this place. Okay, then. I care about this place. I hear you, and I, please let go of my hand. I hear, I know <laughs> I that you care. Make sure. I know that you do, Mr. Witherspoon, and I just want to make sure we are on the same page about what kind of appropriate is. Uh, I mean, sorry, what what kind of behavior is appropriate? Okay, so, so you don't want me throwing away framed I, photos. I don't want you throwing away framed photos. They're there for Got a it. reason. All right, I'll stop doing that. What's <clears throat> the next one? Amazing, thank you so much. The next one, I think we're just gonna get right to the chase. Um, uh, this is not my language, but this is theirs. Pissing on graves. It actually, and this is something that I learned from the former groundskeeper who lost his mind, it's sad to say, but he was telling me, it was kind of near the end, that piss is better for soil than most water. Than so, most water? Yeah, because most piss is mostly water, and most water isn't as good as piss for soil. And that's, again... I cannot stress this enough. <clears throat> the grounds above <laughs> the dead are just as important as the dead themselves, if I not couldn't more ag- so. I, I don't... Okay, well, <clears throat> that's where we disagree. I don't think the ground is more important than the deceased. I'm going to have to ask you to stop... Not only stop pissing on the graves, but stop doing it in broad daylight when people are walking around the cemetery. And let me ask just a clarifying question. Yeah. Is it is it the piss or is it the act? It's both. And I would actually, I think okay. piss is a I pretty crude word. So let's like, that's great. You promise to stop. You promise to stop urinating on stop. the grounds. I'll stop. I just, I disagree with the premise on its face. That's, I, I don't care if you disagree. I just want to confirm that you will not it's do a, it anymore. I know you don't care. It's important to me that you hear that though. What? Moving on. What's the to next To hear one? that you disagree? Yes. By the way, both of the first two, I feel like, have been in the interest of maintaining the grounds, which no one else seems to care because about. Because the grounds aren't as important as the deceased. We and are a funeral home. Is. We are and a funeral home. And We're not a landscaping is. company. You think we'd get any customers if the ground was fucking dirt? I, if it was just dead grass everywhere? I think we'd I get think more so. customers if you weren't throwing their valuables away and pissing on their relatives. I care about maintaining the grounds and money. <laughs> And they go hand in hand. I'm sorry to say, sister. What'd you call me? 
Nothing. I've been trying to like be more casual, so I've been calling people like. Don't be casual and, with like, me. I am your boss. I'm your superior. Don't be casual with me. What's the next one? The next one. I mean, I can't believe I'm, I honestly I'm shocked with myself for having such a calm, collected conversation with you about this. You have to stop digging up the graves and putting your personal items into the caskets. I at a certain point, people stop visiting these graves. All right. And then it's just bones in a box. And they're going to decompose slower in the box. So why don't I dig up the graves, put my shit in there, free, not even free storage, because I'm still paying the mortgage on this place. And so then I have, free, I have storage that I pay for, and people are none the wiser, and the bones decompress. Sorry, <laughs> now you got me saying shit that's wrong. The bones decompose on their own in the ground where they're meant to be. It, people are not none the wiser. We have tape footage of you doing this and so we all know and well now i have a problem because people are filming me without my consent which actually also according to my spiritual beliefs is stealing my soul into a camera <laughs> so now you've crossed the line now our customers are at fault and i'm liable to sue mr witherspoon weatherspoons i am at a loss quite frankly um, I'm so sorry to hear that. Are they going to be a customer? Nope, they're not dead. I am at I loss. I am at I loss. Oh, I was going to say, okay. Sorry, you keep saying, lost. oh, the grounds. Oh, the grounds are the most important thing. All you have talked about is your storage that you pay for. You can't use people's caskets to storage. Also, they're paying for the caskets, so you're not paying for that. They paid a flat fee for the caskets and then I think it's illegal. Buried them. I'm so not going to look it up. So how much they could care about it? They care. This is all pretty black and white issues that I am not going to explain or find a middle ground of why it's bad. You said list the things and I'll tell you if it's bad or not. They're all bad and I know that. And it's not, this isn't the meeting. No, let me talk. This isn't the meeting. No, don't go. Oh, well, no. Because this is not a meeting of you to decide whether these egregious, disgusting, horrific acts are maybe bad or understandable. That's not what this is. I wish I could fire you, but I can't. In your contract and in your father's wishes, I cannot fire you. That being said, I can put you to another position. Somewhere where you will not be interacting with the grounds at all. You are going to drive the hearse from the funeral home to the cemeteries. You will only be allowed to be in the car in the front seat. You will not get in the back with the casket, Mr. Witherspoons. You will be in the front seat driving the hearse. How does that sound to you? It doesn't that matter. That sounds really bad. Okay, well, it doesn't matter because that's your job I and I decided that. So I actually don't care. driving. <laughs> you guys went with the, uh, you guys went with the big casket, huh? Yeah, it's what my mother would have wanted. Did your mother require a bigger one or you just kind of wanted to give her some Excuse me? I'm just trying to figure out if there might be room for my uh, winter clothes. I have a lot of puffer jackets and... Um... You're getting a call. <laughs> oh, sorry. One second. Hello? You have forgotten, Mr. Weatherspoon, that we do have cameras installed in all of the hearses. And again, <laughs> you cannot use caskets as storage. I can't believe this is my life. I'm trying to think of another job for you, and I don't know where else to put you. I think you let's let's try me back on the ground. No, you're not going back on the ground. 
then why don't I... Do we have a crematorium? We do. You will stand guard of the crematorium. You will not Great. be the one putting the bodies in there. You will be standing guard. That's a new position I just came up for you. All right. All right. Cut to that. People are like... <clears throat> Putting like slowly putting a body into the crematorium. <laughs> he sort of at the last second tosses some like junk mail in there from home. Man, what are you doing? I di- didn't want to like sometimes you recycle it doesn't actually get there, right? So why don't we just burn it? It's already burning. No, because now this man's ashes are gonna be mixed with the ashes of your junk mail. How are we gonna justify that to his family? It was a restoration hardware coupon book, so he should be so lucky to be in the same sentence let alone crematorium intercom as a cloud sofa we both know what i'm gonna say i can't work in the crematorium you can't work in the crematorium this sucks man where's my place reception uh, you know what <sighs> got the reception um hi uh i don't really know how this works but me my, neither do i um, i don't know how i don't know I don't know anymore. Oh, I also don't know anymore. My wife just passed my unexpectedly. My grounds and- are outside. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just your, your wife. Your grounds are outside. Yeah, continue, continue. Yeah, my my wife <clears throat> was really sudden, and yeah. she's gone. And um, that's how I feel. It's like the, your the wife did right your there, wife. I, they feel gone from me, and it was so sudden. A courier comes with a letter to you. <laughs> Dear Mr. Witherspoons, I am in the other room, but I don't know how else to contact you without interrupting the bereft. Um, you cannot compare you not working on the grounds to the loss of someone's wife. That is unacceptable, and you are being removed from the reception position. All right. You know what? I quit. I'm going somewhere else where I can work with grounds better. Thank Got to God. Got as a barista. <laughs> Um, hi, can I please have uh, just an iced Americano to go, please? I'm kind of in a little bit of a rush. Yeah, sorry. Just give me a second. I'm having the time of my fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Nancy Myers movie soundtrack. (laughs) And you're just like, it's like kinetic sand, but it's just you like squeezing coffee grounds. This could be slow motion of him like letting the grounds fall all over him, like huge smile. Some of it gets in his mouth. All furnished by restoration hardware. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break and get back with some funeral funeral home reviews. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Hey, podcasts, listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. Alf and I want to talk to you about another podcast called, and you'll never guess, Comedy Bang Bang. Okay, if you've never heard of Comedy Bang Bang and you listen to the show, that's insane. It is one of the longest running comedy podcasts out there and it literally revolutionized the medium. Every episode, host Scott Ackerman interviews a famous guest like Andy Samberg, Sarah Silverman, or John Hamm. But unlike every normal interview show, Scott and the guest are joined by a group of unhinged fictional characters played by the best comedic improvisers around. People like... Nick Kroll, guest of the pod Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and previous review review guest Ben Schwartz. Over the years, the podcast has built an expanded universe with tons of recurring jokes and fan favorite characters, but the best part is you can still easily jump in at any time and enjoy a new episode as a first-time listener. So check out new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. Alf, thoughts? Um, I've been listening to that show for years, on and off, honestly, since I was... Probably in high school, which, wow, time flies. I'm older now than I was before. Good shit. Take a listen, Comedy Bang Bang. Bye. And we're back. Woohoo! Riley, why don't you hit him with a review? All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm deciding between two. Here we go. This is for Wasatch, 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 Lawn Mortuary in Salt Lake City, Utah. I was watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City last night, while I was, so I was a little inspired. <laughs> um, okay. This is five stars from Ben L. Ben Lake. Ben Lake City. <clears throat> My whole entire family on both sides is eternally resting. Uh, Some of my ashes will go in the plot right next to my dad and uncle right on top of my grandparents. So needless to say, this place will take excellent care of your loved ones in your time of mourning. (laughs) Terrible care. (laughs) Everyone's on top of each other. (laughs) Attending a funeral. They lower them into the ground. This will be a beautiful resting place for dad, mom. Yeah. They really did a great job. I think so, too. It looks really... Um, I can't help but notice that this spot looks really familiar to where grandpa was buried. I know it's been a long time, but maybe it's just the same cemetery, I guess. Oh, no, it's the same plot. What? Yeah. No, your grand, great-grand... 
great grandpappy and then your great grandfather uh were buried one on top of another and then your dad is gonna they're gonna lower him down like with a little bit of force right so it sort of pushes your great grandpappy no you can't the earth's crust what are you what <laughs> no they can't do that do you, well, did I'm you... sorry, if you don't have $80,000, sweetie, then this is the way it has to be. And you know what? When I die, I'm going right on top of your father, and they're going to shove me deep down in there. And when you die, unless you're living somewhere else, you're going to push me down into the depths of hell. That's fine. I that's fine. I don't want this. I don't want everyone on top of each other being pushed further into the Earth's crust. I don't think that's how it works. But, I mean, how many family members do we have in this exact plot? I mean, there's got to be at least six. And this is your idea? I didn't come up with it, but I, I, I don't see any problem with it, all right? I don't want to spend more than we have to. And honestly, your dad was a little fucker a little bit. So you know what? He doesn't need the, the greatest funeral. Everyone's here. You cheated on me with your aunt. And then your aunt cheated on him with me. So then you're everyone's at fault. That's true. Then we all deserve this plot, right? Well, I don't want to be in this plot. I don't want to be on top of everybody. I, I want to have a family, and maybe I want to huh. be on top of someone else. That's funny. What? Oh, just I was thinking about you with kids, and I was like, oh, she, oh yeah. She has no idea. <laughs> she has no idea. It's like you don't. Yeah, don't do that. Don't Sorry. have kids? You're telling Probably me. Not. Like, mom to potential future mom that I shouldn't have kids. Why shouldn't I have kids? Even you saying potential future mom made me shudder. At the thought of me being a mom? <clears throat> yeah, sorry. I've had a little bit too much of the communion wine. Clearly. All right. Because I'm sad. Well, you know what? Here, here we go. The priest is coming to no, we don't start have to, to lower on. him down. Well, I don't, I don't want to talk about mom. this right now. I don't want to talk about this right now because they're going to put dad. They're going to, I guess, push force down on dad. to push. <laughs> They start do putting it down with like a... One of those things you see on TikTok that like pushes down on stuff. <laughs> you hear it start to like spl splinter a and little bit. It's honestly, it's not even just that you're too selfish because I do think that having kids makes makes you lose some of that selfishness. It's that I don't think you can even take care of yourself. Mom, I think they're doing it too much. You need to tell them. You need to tell them to stop. A, honey, it's a huge Come red flag. Stop screaming at the stop, stop, stop what you're doing. Also, breastfeeding with your frame? I'm sorry, Running but over like, to the grave, trying I don't know to, what like, the, you have concave move hips. everyone Convex away. hips would be better because those Sobbing, Dad. I'm honestly afraid you're going to die in childbirth. Dad's guts are all over the ground. They pushed it too far, and they splattered Dad in his casket. I want you to be a part of this oh plot, but I don't want it to be while I'm still alive. Still oh, my God. Mom, I his brains. I'm looking at his brains. Rear. Does not that his make sense? Brain. It is splattered. Everywhere. Use your brain. Speaking of, use your brain. The entire, right? all of the group that was there, everyone's throwing up. Just like, oh god, oh god. Mom. Better get used to this if you're gonna have a baby. Let me tell you, they will spit up all over your favorite clothes. And you know what? You're a little too precious with material items, honey. The funeral director comes over. I'm so sorry. The person manning the machine, they died manning the machine. This has never happened before. They fell asleep in the eternal rest, I should say. And and they leaned on the lever. I'm Look, so see, so this sorry. This person's level of care and attention. That's a good parent. You've never talked like that about anyone other than you, right? <laughs> An entire team in hazmat suits coming to scrape up <laughs> dad's guts. <laughs> so that, those are just a few of my reasons. If you really want to sit down and talk about motherhood, I would love to do that with you, but I just don't think you should take part. I am very sad, all right? Your father's dead, 
and now he's all over the place. So <laughs> I, I can't be here. I push you into the grave. Of course! <laughs> you go down into the earth's crust. <laughs> <laughs> Every single ancestor of ours who is in that same plot, it is a direct line down to the earth's core. <laughs> it's a volcano. <laughs> They've been doing this since the dawn of time. <laughs> Just pressing him down. <laughs> She's gonna blow! <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, uh, this is a one-star review also of Queen of Heaven Cemetery. Okay. One star from Esther H. Esther Hester. Esther Hester. One star. My daughter died. I was the sole provider and was told, written to actually, that if I did not pay up immediately, that they would dig her up. Oh I somehow God. required a loan to pay for the grave and stone. Back in the 70s, the trauma they caused me has never gone. I wonder if they still do the same to others. Horrid experience. I'm old now. Won't be buried here, of course, but the memory of what they did over 40 years ago is not a happy one. That's horrible. Digging grave. Hey, Jim. Do you think we're bad people? I don't know, bad people, bad, you know, it's a, it's a job, you know, we were, uh, we were put into this system, man, and we gotta make a living, I gotta put food on the table. No, I right? know, I know, I hear you, and then, you know, it's a, it's a screwy system that we gotta do this, but you ever just take a second to think about what it is that we're doing? <laughs> Evan, if I took a second for anything, I would have a complete... Mental, physical breakdown, man. For anything. You Let's never think about your actions? No, I can't, frankly. It's too much. You got ADD or ADHD or what? I don't have either of those. I've just done so much morally depraved shit in the name of a buck that oh, God. I can't stop to think about that. This is honestly the most virtuous job I've ever had. Us digging up this poor woman's child because she wasn't able to pay the plot fee on time is the most like moral saint. job that you've I ever had. I feel like a saint. I feel like I'm going straight to hell. I feel like I'm going straight down to, to the onyx gates, you know, like everybody What did you says. do before this? Before this, I yeah. was a Sunday school teacher. I was teaching the kids about what to what the what the good word says. And now here I am. I feel like a grave robber. I feel like it because I am one in many ways. Why what did you do before this? Before this, I worked on a cruise line where I would help cover up staff abuse. People oh my were verbally God. abused. People were assaulted at work. And I was the defense attorney. What the fuck is in wrong fact, with you, man? I was man? the prosecutor in the countersuit oh for libel. God. <laughs> what moved you to do such a thing, Jim? $400 an hour. Oh and you know God. what? One day I was like, I can't do Even that's not enough for how bad I feel. So I was like, let me do something a little more righteous. And I became an actual grave digger. 
for much less money than that, which makes me feel less dirty. So, but I, if you think that was bad, oh my god, no way! What else could you have done? I was a private hitman for hire. Oh my god, you have killed. I've killed. I had license to. In myself, I became okay. so used to the idea of waking up and clocking in, which usually meant clocking someone over the head with a bat. Well, hopefully, I mean, it's awful. You shouldn't kill anybody, Jim, but maybe there were people who deserved the punishment. Like, maybe they were really, really bad people who did really bad things. Did that make they you feel any better? They were public school teachers. Oh my god, They were public school teachers that were considering starting a fucking not-profit. Non-profit. A not- one of those not-profits? They were trying to expand access to education for people in underfunded school districts. They're saints. Why did you murder them, Jim? Because wealthy people <laughs> wanted them dumb. Alright, so I sort of clung to the cash as I smacked these people on their backs with an axe. Jim- I've noticed that whenever you talk about something really bad, you always start to rhyme. Because if I don't speak in some kind of poesy, it feels real to me. And then I have to see <laughs> what's wrong with me. Jim, uh, listen, we've been doing this job together for what, six months now? Wow. And... I really appreciate your vulnerability in sharing with Thanks. me all the dastardly things again. that you- Well, wait, 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 wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't help but feel that you have a lot to apologize for and atone for. Like the movie? Like the movie, Atonement. Yeah. I would love to do some atonement in a library. I think you need to go up. I think for you to have a clear slate on your heart, you need to go apologize to every worker on the cruise ship, every family of the teachers that you murdered, and to the mother of this here girl. I'll go with you even because I feel terrible. Mm. What do you say? That sounds like a lot of unfun stuff. Yeah, Jim. Apologies aren't no, fun. No, you know what? Maybe I'll just continue my upwards trajectory of getting better every time. Every time, um, huh? I quit this job, and what? I think I'm going to go become what's slightly better than this. <laughs> I mean, a um, lot of things. This is pretty horrible. Adjuster. Oh, my God. <laughs> But I might have to be in the pocket of the insurance company <laughs> on this one. Oh, I might have to be on their side. You don't have to. You don't have to. You it's could... all I know, Evan. <laughs> it's being bad. You could start to change your life. What do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> Why do you think I just took a job at fucking Allstate? <laughs> Just now. You're still being bad. You just admitted that. Better than this. 
better than this and maybe after the insurance adjusting <laughs> yeah position, what are you gonna do then that's slightly better than that in medical imaging okay but it's gonna be really expensive <laughs> for the patients it shouldn't be to get an x-ray or an mri <laughs> should not be it's helping you. people yeah, but it kind of negates it once you start costing an arm and a leg. Sorry, it feels inappropriate under these circumstances. <laughs> don't laugh. Hey, no, don't fake it laugh. An if arm it's and not a leg. funny, man. Uh, I listened to you talk about all the egregious stuff that you've done. But one of the worst things you've done is fake laugh at my joke. Because that makes me feel bad. Wait, <laughs> what's that on your keychain? Says parent of a gifted child. Yeah. L.A. Charter School. Yeah. My daughter. You... She is in third grade, but reads at a sixth grade level. She's pretty incredible. Does she learn that? Sorry, from school or from you? Sometimes. Reading. Yeah. Like, do you teach her stuff at home? I do. We always wear. We always and read together before bed. I'm not telling you, man. Just what zip code? I live in 02573. Grabs you, tosses you to the grave. <laughs> no, I'm no. sorry, Evan. I'm sorry. You're what are just, you doing? That's an underserved community. I, I, old habits die hard, am I right? What, oh. what are you going to do to my daughter? Oh, nothing. So you just you want to hurt me because we live in an underserved community? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have Sorry. to do Are you being paid for this even? I'm realizing no. So sorry about that. Um you want a hand out of there? Yeah. Thanks. Lift you up. See, I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? Slightly better. This is <laughs> Was slightly better than robbing a grave. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just kind of take it incrementally from there. <laughs> I'm not trying to make any big changes because that's not going to stick. <laughs> it's the baby steps that get you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lily pads. Um, all right. Should we do our last segment? Let's do it. This Shook, Shook me, me all week long. You want to go first? Oh, wow. I don't know what else is shaking me other than this. <laughs> all right, I guess I'll... what's shaking me is the episode title feels ironically apropos <laughs> of um, what's kind of shaking both of us. Uh, so what's shaking me is a little announcement, a big announcement oh, I want to make. It's just this really tiny little thing. It's, it's a so real small. small. You guys thing. are barely going to notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I wanted to announce that, uh, at the end of this year, I will be stepping away from hosting the show. Uh, uh, the short of it is that I've been working on a lot of projects outside of podcasting that I'm very excited about. And after doing this with you for, and with y'all for three years uh it feels like the right time to shake things up i and can't believe show... it's been three years it's been three years that's crazy um and sort of let the show evolve and see what other shit i can come up with once i have a fire under my ass so 
that's uh that's the big news it's and it's really, pretty shaking it's pretty honestly this is shaking yeah yeah but it's also it's it's bittersweet it's yeah. really sad for me uh, but I think it's the right time to to shake things up, and uh, I'm excited to see uh, how the show evolves from here. And um, I'm looking forward to coming back on a, as a guest. Yes, whenever you'll have Jeff me. will be here. This is not the last you'll hear of Jeff on Review Review by a mile. And also everything's fine like i don't want y'all taking this as like oh did something happen with them like everything it's a good it's bittersweet but ultimately we both decided that it's it's the right time and it's really sad but also i'm so grateful to yeah. have done this with you for three years um and grateful to everyone who's like supported and listened to the show the show's still going the show's not ending um yeah. but it just with jeff as a co-host um and we um, felt yeah. so supported and we'll in a second we'll talk about what this means for the future of the show but i just wanted to also say yeah that doing this show with you riley has been one of the greatest accomplishments of my young career and honestly personal life me too uh and it's given us so many memories yeah. given me so many laughs and just like sentences that exist now in our heads <laughs> and in know. my head that would have never happened if we hadn't hopped on Zoom calls every week for the past three years, sometimes twice a week. Uh, and I'm just, yeah, I'm grateful for the ride that we've had together so yeah, far. I'm too. excited for your ride with this show continuing on. And I'm excited to come back on as a guest, have you on at the HeadGum Podcast. Yeah. And and we're still doing the HeadGum we're sketches together. We're still doing sketches. We're still doing a bunch of shit. And, we still have the Patreon. Uh, we're still doing Zardies. We'll still are doing yeah. Q&As. Like, the only thing that's changed, um, really, really tiny, minuscule thing, is that Jeff is no longer the co-host of Review of You at, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the year. But it's, like, such a small thing that, like, nobody's going to even notice. Um, yeah. yeah but, I mean, doing uh, this show, yeah, yeah. You, you, what were you going to say? I had it, and then I lost it. So sorry about <laughs> Which, that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a fucking creative ride. Yeah. And we've met so many cool people doing this together, and... Uh, just done some kick-ass improv, like yeah. loose rice in a bag. Trenton I mean, we'll and get Denton. into more of this oh, in the on best the best of. of. Uh, which also, speaking of, we sh we'll mention this later too. But uh, the best of review review Google form is up. It's on our subreddit, reddit dot com forward slash r slash review review. <laughs> that was the worst way I've ever plugged that. Reddit r slash review review. Yeah. There's the Google form, so be sure to do that right as soon as you hear this. Log because your favorites. We're doing the, we're recording the best ofs later this week when you're yeah. hearing this. So, uh, we'll do all the reminiscing on those episodes. I don't want to take up yeah, too much time. Yeah, it doesn't but... feel it. Yeah, so we have this episode together. We have one more, just kind of normal episode, the two of us, um, and then we're gonna do our two best ofs. Um, so you still have uh, after this week, we have another normal episode like this. Yeah, where we're um, gonna go out with a, a bang and a clang. It doesn't feel real. Like I think once it does it's not like, feel it's real yet. Like really, the last one of us together, I'm gonna be sad. Um, I'm, I might cry, and yeah. that's in spite of my 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 <laughs> bony and gland dysfunction. Um, um, but this has just been the biggest joy, and I love you, and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us, and. Um, yeah, I'll probably have more to say on the last one because it still yeah. is like, oh, we have a couple more to do. Um, but also, y'all, like, the show is still going strong and um, we have a lot of fun shit coming up for you guys. Um, yeah. 
when Jeff and I were talking about kind of like where to go with this show, the options were either <laughs> not to have it anymore or me doing it alone or me bringing in a co-host. And I love this show so much and, and I know we both do and I and Jeff has also encouraged me and I want to do it. We both were like, let's keep, we want to keep the show alive. We want to keep yeah. it going. Um, I know Jeff does, I do. And I hope you guys do too. I hope you guys still keep listening, my God. Um, but I know that me doing it alone would involve me booking a guest every single <laughs> oh, episode. And that would um, send me to a funeral home. So we, talking about kind of what we love about the show, where we feel excited about the show, where we feel so much of the joy of the show come from is our friendship and our chemistry. And immediately the first person who we thought of who shares that same joy and chemistry and fun and improv shit, um, your new co-host of the <laughs> I just got butterflies. I, I went from too. being kind of sad know, to I'm being so excited. excited. The new co-host along with me is going to be Alfred Bardwell Evans. Alfred, Ednet. Alfred, Ednet. So we're really, he will and I will start. We will kick off the new phase of review, review um, in 2023 in the new year. Um we're so excited. Alf is so, so, so excited to step into the show. And we were so encouraged and like so thrilled um, for how much you guys loved him on the show. And so he's going to be here every time now. <laughs> and that's what ma like makes me so excited about the future of the show is like the burst of energy that is Alfred yeah. and, what, and how the what he's going to bring to the show just as a new voice too. I think he, he's so funny just even conversationally and uh, the, like the three of us having played on these last two episodes that we've done with him, I've just been like, the show's in good hands. Yeah. It's so, the, just passing the torch to someone the, very deserving. And the fear is that <laughs> the show is better when I leave. That's actually a really cool idea. I never thought, I thought of it well, more as like on. a continuation of it being fun, <laughs> but now it's like, oh. An upwards trajectory. An upwards yeah. trajectory for sure. We'll get twice the amount of listeners. We're yeah. going to have even bigger and better guests. Actually, hard bigger to beat. Ad buys, yeah. ad buys for sure. We're going to definitely have more fun guests on next year. Um, more crazy ass reviews. We, we're we're gonna do it big it's kind of like, it's, what's been fun about this change is it's, it's lit a fire under all of our asses. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be, it's bittersweet and exciting and sad and thrilling and all of the things. And so we really are so excited for all of us to go on this ride together. Yeah. I mean, I, it, after three years, it feels like the right time. And yeah. uh, hopefully it forces all of us to grow as comedians and as people. And w this time next year, we'll look back and be like, wow. Look what happened. Yeah. Um, and if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> then don't memorize who I am. Then do, it doesn't, none of this matters. Um, and I guess if you haven't listened to anything else, the new co-host is, is an incredible actor, improviser, long, 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 long time friend of mine. Uh, who at one point was hit in the face with an axe. Yeah. I was going to mm -hmm. say like actor, improviser, comedian based A in Chicago, but that is more important, I guess, is that he's <laughs> known as that he was hit in the face with an axe. Um, yeah. And yeah. again, we'll have so much time on next week's episode and the best ofs to reminisce and yes. to 
for me to say thank you to you, Riley, and to the audience, but I just want to say it here again. Uh, thank you guys so much for your listenership and support these past three years. Thank you for your continued support of hopefully myself and definitely the show uh, going forward. And Riley, hats off to you, brava. You You're, too. Uh, an incredibly talented improviser and it's been an honor doing this show with you uh, and i'm excited for I the first the time same. i'm excited to round it out and celebrate and i'm excited to come back on as a guest yeah. uh and see what it's like because <laughs> i've never done that yeah oh i love you man and, and all the same you. to you um <clears throat> you can find guest of review review jeffrey james on <laughs> instagram plugging shit <laughs> midway through next year i'm just like I thought I was going to write like four pilots and I'm a failure. <laughs> Will so, you take uh... me back? <laughs> <laughs> um, on Instagram at Jeff Boyard on Twitter. Oh, sorry. Instagram at Jeffrey James, Twitter at Jeff Boyard You can find the show on Instagram at Review Review. Um, I bet that next year we're going to be a lot more active on Instagram um, on Twitter at Review Review Show at Reddit r slash Review Review. And you can follow Riley on Instagram at Riley Anspa, on Twitter at Riley Coyote. Let's thank some VI podcasts, which, by the way, we mentioned this a little bit before. We are going to continue doing our Patreon, the two of us, uh, but it's just going to kind of shift away from being related to Review Review. It'll be more about just, like, hanging out with us, our creative friendship and partnership outside of Review Review, and maybe we'll even toss up some, like behind the scenes of headgum sketches as we work on those and stuff yeah so th that'll evolve we haven't exactly figured out how but definitely still doing the q a's and the zardies mm -hmm. so subscribe uh, stay subscribed stay subscribe if you want join but, uh it's gonna be just as much of a hell of a blast as it's been oh uh, yeah nothing about that's really changing. um but after we read them today, there will be three more episodes where we're reading the names of the VI podcasts on the show because once it's me and Alf, it it's, you know, this this is for me and Jeff, these. And so uh, that will be one change. Um, but again, the Patreon's still going strong, even stronger even. Um, so if you want, change up. You've got three more chances after those to change up those names. Let's see some. Let's, you know what? Here's a challenge. I want to see the most egregious names possible. <laughs> nothing, nothing racist, misogynistic, homophobic. Not you. No, don't just don't be an asshole. But yeah. like, I want to see the craziest fucking names that you can come up with to give, to let Jeff go out with a bang. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. That's my challenge to the VI podcasts who we're about yeah. to read. And then again, uh, it's in the HeadGum Discord. It's on the Review Review Reddit. Uh, go vote for your best of favorite episodes. Yes, favorite I'm episodes so for the best excited. Of. I am so excited for that. Uh, and we might even try and do those episodes in studio with a drink or, or nine. Or I might have a Negroni. Well, that's a lot. So, but I'm about to submit my picks of what my favorite Ooh, are. Ooh, right I need you mine this, too. So. All right. Um, Let's thank some patrons. Thank you to underscore Christian side hug so he can hug two people simultaneously. Sorry, I was on the wrong tier. Aggie. Ako is on the fucking go. Your hate can't catch up to her when she's fucking soaring above the ocean. Continue to tread lightly. <laughs> At this point, I can't even tell if, Tad, if Daddy to chose Tuesdays or if Tuesdays chose Daddy. It's just, well, me. Austin has been feeling kind of down lately. No, but just sad. JK, I do hate my new apartment's tiny toilet, though. Kind of spozy. That's spooky and cozy because it's October, baby. It's December 1st. Carol Fisher. <laughs> Carol Fisher. Chuck. 
Curvature's world tour. Dakota can't pee with the shower curtain closed because, well, what if there's a murderer? <laughs> Elvis Wesley, so it's Elvis, but with a British accent and a fucking butler, I guess. Fancy Octopus is submitting and dominating. A jack of all lays. <laughs> Follow my cat on Instagram. You have to find the at yourself, though. No handouts, fucks. <laughs> Foot fetish can. Gray feels like he should be getting a discount. Patreon slash Uber Eats wise. Happy Halloween. It's October. Wrong. I eat spaghetti and heat balls. It's like spaghetti and meatballs, but instead of noodles, I eat the sun. I my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy John Lennon is dead. I'm Riley Anspun. Have you ever heard of this new show, The Office? You know, John Krasinski's kind of a zaddy. I'm going to say it. If spaghetti and heat balls substitutes noodles for the sun, then you're just eating the sun and whatever he calls his <laughs> new patron. New patron. Ira Crass. So it's Ira Glass, but he's reviving British new punk band Crass because there's there haven't been enough members in that band yet. <laughs> it's July, and you know what that means? Flag day. Let's get flapping. <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> Jake and Amir, we pay you already, so didn't think you deserved two separate Patreon <laughs> subs. Jake Ullman. James Wagner was on a date and almost called her his ex's name, so no wonder why that guy's single. That happened to me once. <laughs> I hooked up with someone who looked like my long-term ex, and I almost called her by her name. Good. Uh, Jeffrey Games, yeah, good. Jeff's evil twin, but playful. Jesse Tipton. Joe, and for lack of a better term, well, Malazov. Caleb forgot to change his name. Whoops. Casper Bopasper. Kevin Williams. New look, patron. To be fair, da- new patron. Look to, be fa- look, to be fair, Damian Kirk ran into that fence over a decade ago. But to be unfair, he still bears the shame to this day. Lord Hunter the Ordained. Lucas Heinzel. Bob Bagel. What the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> Michael Bagel. <laughs> Mr. Bob Buley, Bob ever Bagel. thankful. <laughs> Bob Bagel. <laughs> My mom said I can't use a computer anymore unless <laughs> it's for homework. <laughs> Nate Porteous says hi to Christina, who's now listened to every episode. New patron. Not a new patron. No, it's for real this time. <laughs> Nolan Murphy was born in December and is thus well Christ. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Well, priest. Puff Riley. Raven Schmaven. Reese, the brand new Swatch Bergman. Nice. Smoking Time on Main Island has closed for the winter, and Jameson Ponzi has to come up with new funny original names now. Smooth Pete and his jazz band that used to be popular but is now struggling to remain relevant and is mostly limited to making. TJ Michael. What can I say? Except I'm Agent Michael Scar. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Let me redo that. Yeah, what yeah, can yeah. I say? Except I'm Agent Michael Scar. <laughs> <laughs> Without Connor Finnegan's rage, there's only Connor Finnegan's anguish. So the rage must remain, but be kept ablaze. Thank you so much. Patreon.com forward slash Riley and Jeff. Again, Uh, your challenge is to is to blow us the fuck away. Make my jaw drop. Make his jaw and his ass drop. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to Review Review, and let's give Jeff a great send off these next couple of episodes and also give Alf a great welcome. Welcome. If I see the podcast numbers drop, I'm going to find each of you personally and and beat the living shit out of your eyes. And give you a hug. And I'm going to say why. (gasps) I'm going to say why. I'm not going to threaten people on a podcast, but I will say, why'd you do it? I've never done that. (laughs) I've never done that. We'll see you next time. Arriva Dare. That was a HeadGum original.